0: What am I spending my weekend doing? Listening to two decades worth of Jeff Bezos interviews and combing through every letter to shareholders since, since 1997 to get you guys the top three pieces of billionaire Bezos business advice. <laughs> Welcome to the Action Academy podcast. Stand back while I celebrate freedom. The show where we help you achieve financial independence with the mindsets, methods, and actionable steps from guests who've already earned their freedom the
1: flags of freedom fly fly.
0: choose to do what you want what you want with who you want with who you want when you want when you want with another episode today now here's your host brian lubin What's up, ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, as always, Brian Lubin, coming to you with the mindsets, the methods, and the actionable steps for you to earn freedom in your life and business today. So I'm disappointed that you guys are the first receivers of this news, but I've come to a startling realization about myself, and that is that I am a nerd. Plain and simple. There's no way to dress it up. We got to call a spade a spade, guys, because I am sitting here in Brazil, looking out of my panoramic window here in my kitchen at this beautiful coast and skyline. What am I spending my weekend doing? Listening to two decades worth of Jeff Bezos interviews and combing through every letter to shareholders since since 1997 to get you guys the top three pieces of billionaire Bezos business advice. (laughs) So this is my Monday gift to all of you. My one ask is that you guys leave me a five star Rating and review. Let's get to the show. As most of you guys know, there are trends in business just as there are trends in fashion where there are seasons where things go in and out of style and the same applies to management and leadership styles in companies. So in picking the three concepts to talk about today, what I did was instead of just sticking in the 2020s of what's popular right now, I cross-referenced everything from today back into the 1990s to see what is true today that was also true in Amazon and Jeff Bezos' vision back in 1999 and before when Amazon was founded. The irony of these three principles is that they were viewed as bold and outlandish claims back in 1999, but now after two decades, they've stood the test of time and are now in every single entrepreneur's handbook on how they can build a $100 million to billion dollar company. Starting off with number one is an extreme focus on the customer experience. Now, I know you guys may be listening to that and say, well, duh, of course, everything's about the customer, but not really when it comes to current management styles, even to this day. Most publicly traded CEOs today are doing this delicate dance between three interested parties in their businesses, and that would be their employees, their customers, and their shareholders. So think of it like a stool with three different legs, and they're having to make sure that each one of these legs is stable and attended to. And then enter Jeff Bezos. <laughs> for two decades now, this man has been myopically concerned and focused on just one party and one leg of that stool, which is the customer. He has publicly and openly stated that the shareholders will take a back seat to make sure that the customer has the best overall experience. Don't just take my word for it. Let's get into an interview from Jeff in nineteen ninety-nine.
1: But I believe that if you can focus obsessively enough on customer experience, selection, ease of use, low prices more information to make uh, purchase decisions with if you can give customers all that plus great customer service then I think you have a good chance and that's what we're trying to do you're not really a pure internet company uh, anymore either are you I mean you've got millions of square feet now of real estate you've got uh, a, a growing huge and growing inventory of items We, you we, keep we do whatever. and you've got thousands and thousands of employees now. Yeah, we have over 3,000 employees and over 4 million square feet of distribution center space and those are things I'm very, very proud of because with that distribution center space and half a dozen distribution centers around the country, it allows us to get product close to customers so that we can ship it to customers in a very timely way, which improves customer service levels. That's what we're about. If there's one thing Amazon.com is about, it's obsessive attention to the customer experience, end to end, and that's what those distribution but centers are. But you're not a pure internet play. It, I, I, it doesn't matter to me whether we're a pure internet play. What matters to me is to provide the best customer service internet schminternet it's that's you know that that doesn't matter well but it does matter to your investors to know whether they're investing in a company that no they is... should be investing in a company. That obsesses over customer experience. In the long term, there is never any misalignment between customer interests and shareholder interests.
0: The irony that I found in researching for this episode and listening to that interview from Zos is that he is so focused for the last two decades on building the best possible customer experience. And then you compare that to all of the content that's being produced today. We're really, we're only talking about ourselves. We're talking about the skill of the entrepreneur. We're talking about increasing landing page conversion. We're talking about click funnels, how to get the most money, how to get the best sell, how to increase our persuasion skills as entrepreneurs, all instead of asking the question and shifting the focus to how can I improve the customer experience so much so that they will only go to me and not use anybody else. That's what Jeff Bezos does that makes him billions of dollars that you and I don't do. So let's change that. Now let's move on to principle two, which is one of the focuses in this new book that I'm reading, Zero to One by Peter Thiel, which is a freaking awesome book. I recommend it if you're looking to get into business. Principle number two is start small, then monopolize. Thiel goes into two case studies in this chapter, one of Jeff Bezos starting Amazon as an online bookseller, as well as Zuckerberg starting Facebook as an online dating platform for Harvard students. Peter Thiel also did this with his company, maybe you've heard of it, PayPal. To where he didn't want to start the company with the intent of taking over the payment processing world. Him and Elon Musk and the gang wanted to take over a small corner of the internet, monopolize that, and then move on to bigger and better things. So how they did that was becoming the number one payment processor for this new website that was up called eBay. So they focused on the top 200 sellers in the world on eBay, and they wanted to handle all of their transactions. That's where they started the company. That's where they began their monopoly. Then they spread from there. Jeff Bezos took over books, then he spread. Mark Zuckerberg took over horny Harvard students and then spread from there. You see what I'm saying? So, you want to do the exact same thing with your company. Look at what Brandon Turner of Bigger Pockets did. He moved from real estate investor to real estate syndicator to mobile home park syndicator to mobile home park syndicator without the sewer lakes. And that's an area where he can be king. And this leads us to our third and final principle, which is focus on the long-term outlook. To demonstrate this principle, I want to read an excerpt from Jeff Bezos' first letter to shareholders in 1997. Because of our emphasis on the long-term, we may make decisions and weigh trade-offs differently than some companies. Accordingly, we want to share with you our fundamental management and decision-making approach so that you, our shareholders, may confirm that it is consistent with your investment philosophy. So essentially, he's saying, get on board or get out. (laughs) Then Bezos goes on to say, we will continue to make investment decisions in light of long-term market leadership considerations rather than short-term profitability or short-term Wall Street reactions. So in plain English, Jeff did not care about what Wall Street was saying. He did not care what the stock price was doing. He still doesn't care what the stock price is doing. That was all a byproduct of what he was trying to accomplish. All he was focused on was growing Amazon's revenues year over year over year and making sure that they were doing the correct mergers, the correct acquisitions and making big, bold moves each and every year. So that's what he cared about. He didn't care about market fluctuations. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and can apply these three principles in your life and business today. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Hey, real quick, if you're still listening to today's episode, I'm assuming you got value from it. So I need your help specifically. My two-year vision with this show is to help over 1 million people do what they want, when they want, with who they want, and I can only do that with your help. There are two main ways that a podcast grows. One is through ratings and reviews, and the other is word of mouth. If you could please leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as send this to one or two friends that you think would get value from it, we can reach the people that we're looking to reach. Thanks in advance talk tomorrow.